0: It's been a couple weeks, but we're back to talk baseball, NBA playoffs, and WrestleMania. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay
1: tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports
0: Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with Mr. Brown and
1: Canadian Biggie.
0: And fellas, it's been a minute now. Some of that's my fault, some of that's y'all's fault, so that's just the nature of the uh, beast. You know, we have lives and things are going on, but two weeks ago, we didn't do a show because I decided to go to opening day and I had the equipment and you guys were SOL. And then, I don't know what happened last week, were you out of town, Mr. Brown? I was in the middle of
1: nowhere, climbing rocks. That's right, he was, uh, what do we call that, BFE? Yeah, Seneca Rocks, and uh, 15 people have died there since the 70s, and you know what I did? Not took, be 16. I took my kids on it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what good parenting's about. Sometimes the baby bird has to leave the nest. Exactly. <laughs> they teach fly.
2: them risk versus reward. They'll remember that view for the rest of their Just life. Sink or swim, baby. That's it. So, I, I, like I said,
0: I got a chance to go to opening day. Uh, absolutely loved it. Had a great time. Uh, sell out. Didn't Was look they like really
2: playing opening day? Uh,
0: they were playing the Pirates. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they lost that game because I went. And then they went on a little winning streak, won three in a row, probably the only time this year. But, you know, just something about Cincinnati opening day. We got there early, uh, grabbed a bite to eat over uh, in Covington, walked over, and they have all the pregame festivities going on. It, Anxiety, man, it was ridiculous the amount of people. So they have like over a hundred thousand people show up, only forty thousand are going inside. The rest are just outside doing their thing.
1: I went last year with Porta, and you know I've been a Reds fan, and I was pretty overwhelmed at how they shut the streets down. It's like shoulder to shoulder. That um, one street
0: is just too much.
1: It don't matter. What the expectation is in Cincy that year, you're right, 100K is showing up for that event.
0: Yeah, it's just a big block party. Uh,
1: Well, that's
2: how we grew up as kids. The baseball season didn't start until the Reds played, or the Reds started the season every year. And you know this year the Reds didn't start it.
0: Uh, They haven't, they've done, ruined that tradition. But anyway, you know, we haven't got a chance to really dive into baseball since spring training. And, you know... We're going to be a little late to the party, but I do want to get some predictions from you guys. But just early thoughts on the season so far, like Tampa Bay is uh, on the edge on of, of history. That. Let's dive on to
1: that. Let's go. So they just won a 13th game today. Did 82. they win today already? They won today okay. already. Um, so now they are tied with 82 Braves and the 87 Brewers for the best start in history of baseball since 1900.
0: Mm.
2: So, so I want to see if they can do what the 84 Tigers did. Thirty-five and five in their first forty, ah. and they won the World Series.
0: I mean, if you get thirty-five and five, you better win the World
1: Series. But you so know, I, I the, posted a list today in the group about the best six starts in history since nineteen hundred. How many of them didn't make the playoffs? Three or, three or four of them didn't even make the playoffs. That's what I was going to say. The, the, the eighty-seven Brewers had ninety-one wins. It was seven games out,
0: and they were
2: third in the division. Yeah. You know,
0: right? but let's be honest. Playoff format's a little different now.
2: The Rays are a much different and better franchise than what the Mariners have been. But they're thirteen and zero. The Mariners were eleven and two a couple years ago. I remember they to that too, and finished you know fifteen games under five hundred. How
1: does that happen? I just want to give the Rays props, to their fans, because guess what? Did you, did you all see what the highest attendance was during the streak so far this year for home?
2: They nah, got
1: uh, what they 8, Oh, they got up to almost twenty one k. 21K like a in a game? Worth yeah. of
0: One game they almost had 20,000. Not a series. Correct. Wow.
2: Wow. That's good shit. That's man. good shit, pal. Everyone <laughs> retires from up north and moves down south. No, so, no, unless no. it's the Red Sox or the Yankees, they're not getting pretty I think that. a Rose
1: Arena gave out free tickets to all the Mexican I, fans that, in the WBC. That probably is it, man.
2: <laughs>
0: But I like I love Randy Rosarita, man, and him at Tampa is awesome. Yeah, so like I fitting. I'm not upset that they're doing well. This is good for baseball. It's good for me. I'm enjoying it. It's good shit. Do you
2: well, expect us to carry through, Mr. Brown? Or is this just a hot start? Well, I'm gonna give you a preview. I do
1: expect the Rays to hold on to win a division because here, here's the thing. If they hold if they go fifty or five hundred the rest of the way, they're still in the ninety wins over for the season. That's that's one way to look at it. So I mean they're going to go better than 500, in my opinion, from here on out. So, the Yankees pretty much now have to win 95-plus.
0: I mean, are the are the Rays the most feared team in the AL East every really year? Clearly not. Do, do the other teams look at the Rays every year and are like, damn it, like, I don't, I don't know who these people are, but somehow they're going to be in the postseason. Like, they're always – I don't they, know. They how do they do it? They
1: are the franchise that in, uh, all teams should try to emulate. Like, they don't spend, they, the payroll is probably around $50 million, if I'm looking, and they're always a 91 team plus. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they don't keep
0: people long term, but, like, you know, a Rez Arena feels like he's been there for, a, what, three years now? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, just so what's enjoy crazy it.
2: crazy about the Rays is what you just said. That's how you should aspire to be. They're not in, you know, the bottom like the Pirates or do stuff like the A's where they don't send any the money. Worst they, baseball market, too. Yeah. The Worse, They spend just enough money in their developmental system. Wherever their scouts are, have got to be getting poached all the time because they always have like <laughs> Evan Longoria who they sign right away. He'll be a cornerstone or younger players, Rosarina. What's the other guy they got down there that came up? Uh Juan Franco. Oh uh, yeah. And
1: it's not only that, they find
2: like retreads from other franchises, like,
1: sure, come on over. Like a Zach Eflin, I know he just got hurt from the Phillies, but he was pitching lights out for them. Yep. They get players like that, and they turn them into like serviceable parts to the well-oiled machine.
0: Uh, somehow, there's something in the water in Tampa. It's just not enough to draw the fans in, unfortunately. But
1: well, I, I had a guy who was like, "Man, talking crap." How fitting is it they beat your? Uh, 82 Braves. I'm like, I'm cheering for him. I was born in '82. I don't remember the '82 Braves. I don't <laughs> tell Murphy and Brett Butler was on the team. He's rolling over in his crib thinking about it. But I'm like, dude, I want to see it. I want to see how far they can yeah, go. Yeah,
0: let's 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 just enjoy like,
1: it. What if they get to like 20?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's
1: no way the Yankees come back from
0: that. That's what happens when you win a World Series a couple years ago as a Braves fan. You don't care about that
1: now. Yeah,
0: I, I got my, I got my good stuff. Yeah. So speaking of World Series, let's just jump in like. You know, round robin here. You don't have to really over-explain, but just what's your predictions on the season? So, you're already talking about the Rays there a little bit, but, like, let's just go through the AL in general. What do you got?
1: I mean, like you said, the Rays, I just don't feel like the Yankees are consistent enough in the pitching department, um, especially with this hot start. Now, if we, if you'd have asked me at the beginning of the season, I probably would have picked New York. But yeah. now, 13 games in... You know, <laughs> those
0: questions where you're like, can I believe in Tampa to right. do it again? And so then they've answered they're it. They're
1: going to so. play more than 500 baseball the rest of the way. So I feel like Tampa wins that division. Uh, I, I'm liking the Twins this year to take it back from the Guardians. They were so bad last year. Who put nine on the Yankees today at home in the first inning. Speaking of Yankee pitching. <laughs> exactly. Uh the AL West, to me, is the biggest wild card. I, I think it's still going to be the Astros because they just have too much talent, even though they lost Verlander, But and they're starting out slow. But the Mariners did not come out of the gate like they should have. They were everybody's darling, and they didn't do it. Uh, I do, and I'm going to say I don't care. I think they can make a wild card. The Texas Rangers, I love the Bochy hiring. It gives them instant credibility, and they're right there in the thick of things.
0: So who's your wild card? It's the Rangers?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Rangers. we get two, right? Yeah. Uh, the Rangers are going to win a wild card, and then I'll have the Yankees. Yeah, I, I figured one would be out of
0: the AL East for sure there. But, I mean, I can kind of go with that. The AL Central, no, man, so I don't know. I don't know what to I, make out of
1: it. Nothing comes out of the Central. So, now, here's the thing. Uh, like, the Blue Jays could take away a spot from the Rangers, and sure. I wouldn't be surprised. The Mariners could take a spot away from the Rangers. Yep. I'm just going on right now. No, I got you. But what I was saying about the Central
0: – is like I, that's got to be your least confident pick, yeah, right?
1: I, I think that just one team comes out of the Central, and it's going to be the Guardians or the Twins, but no one else. Right?
0: I mean, it. I wouldn't be surprised if it's somebody else. That's what I'm saying. I just feel well, like no it, way. No I
1: way. I mean,
0: you're you're probably right. Well, I mean, the no only saying, other
1: team it could be is the White Sox
0: of all divisions. It ain't going to
1: be the White Sox.
0: It yeah. ain't going to be the White Sox. We've we've done uh, thought they were going to evolve, and that didn't happen.
2: See, I'd have to disagree with you in the AL East for this reason. I think that the Yankees obviously haven't played as well as the Rays have at this point. Having said that, a 13-0 and start, the Yankees are only four back in the loss column. They're still waiting for Rodon to get healthy, and you know they'll make a move if they need to. They got the, they got the deep pockets
1: for sure. Enough to get that wild card.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as long as you're in, you're in. Yeah. All right, switch over to the NL real quick. You don't want to give your prediction. I, I mean, I was aligned with you, right, except right. for I, I just I, I was just trying to say I have no confidence of picking anything in the Central. All right, I just,
1: good. I don't okay. Care. So, you know let's start uh with the East. I, I used to like not want to badmouth or like j- curse my Braves, but the Braves are winning the East. They're the class of the east, even with the injuries, they're going to win the east. So, you're not jinxing it, no? They're gonna, good, they're just going to win it. Okay, uh, the Cardinals in the central, I know they're starting out slow. The Brewers started out hot. Uh, I'm going with the Do- no, sorry, Padres in the west. Padres are looking good, they yeah. just took three out of four from Atlanta in Atlanta. Um, but
2: like half their damn starters are out. So, so you like Padres, Cardinals, Braves, as division winners,
1: and then I'm going to go Dodgers wild card. And then I will go Mets wild card. Hmm, interesting. I
0: I don't know if I can disagree with any of that. I mean,
2: I, I guess the only thing I'm a little different on. I agree answer. with is in the Central.
0: It's oh, going to be the Brewers. I think it's the Brewers. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I the do the pitching teams. stays if healthy,
1: like Burns or Woodruff's already on the aisle, which kills my fantasy team. So I'm hoping he gets back healthy. But they have and, the best one-two combo in the division. And you know? I
2: have Burns, and he's sucked through two starts, so he needs to get back. I got to Peralta; he can do.
1: he's done all right.
2: Woodruff gets going. I, I just like feel the like the Cardinals four.
1: are the better overall team.
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I just I like the Brewers. From a pitching standpoint, and I, I I love Craig Council, man. He's a hell of a manager. Every
1: year he's got. They're, him in the they're race. always there. They're always an eighty-five win they're, they're, team. They're kind of like the Maybe. Rays of the
2: NL, yep, with a little bit more payroll.
0: Yep, <laughs> somehow, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is
2: odd. You know, you I love me some Padres. Not only are the Padres I think going to win the division, but once Tatis gets back healthy and they start rolling a little bit more. Cronenworth's a really good player. I think they're going to end up having the best record in the National League. So, for the, last,
1: for the last 30 days, there's a guy at America's Fast Time, the baseball group. He's a huge Padres fan. Every single day, he makes a Tatismas, uh post. And how many days until Tatisimus is, is So, here? he's
0: got the advent calendar for... Exactly. Uh, uh,
1: Every day. And he's even making TikTok videos, trolling the group. It's amazing.
0: Uh, what's the... Consensus on Tatis, is he hated now? Because he, you know, cheated?
2: I, I mean, he's not well-liked. Uh, so uh,
0: He wasn't like overly well-liked to begin with, right? He
2: was a love him or hate him guy from yeah. the start because he was so- A little so cocky,
1: yeah. To,
2: I will tell you what, though, that Tatis, Bogarts, Soto. <laughs> Soto's
1: been struggling. He finally started to warm
2: up. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: he's not used to being pitched to. True. Like, he wants to take the walk. And sometimes with me, with that type of talent, you've got to expand the zone and impose your will. And he don't do that.
2: Hmm. Machado. Cronwell, Machado's a man. The guy they got in center, who I'm drawing a blank on right now, Grisham. He's all right. He's all right. To fit out with the rest of those bats, he's pretty
1: sick. I don't like San Diego starting pitching. They're yeah, not going to match up in October. I'm telling you right now. So, who
0: they, if they got Snell, and they got Darvish. And that's really just drops Nick off. Nick Martinez,
2: come on. Uh, it's not that great. Uh, I think their back end obviously is good because Haters Elite, unless of course he has a brain fart. But <laughs> well, unless it's how are they going to get it? Yeah, yeah. Well, what was that? I but know. not the whole
0: year. Just put these back three, four to it years.
2: this year. But to what you said, you got to get the ball to him.
0: What happened to him last year? How?
2: How that was you... the Weirdest thing. I've and ever then seen.
0: all of a sudden, at the end of the season, he's like, "Nah, I'm good," and started playing well again. I is bizarre.
1: I back getting traded and relocated. There's not a boomer outside of San Diego that likes that guy. I promise. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> you are no, not. You speak no
1: lies. Uh, all right, what, what was the
0: so, wild card picks in the NL real quick?
1: I said Dodgers and Mets.
0: Did you say it?
1: I but, agree with those two.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I so you're saying that the Cardinals don't make the playoffs? Nope. All right. No Cardinals in the playoffs. Right. We know the wild
0: card won't be the central. Yeah. Okay. Yes, isn't yeah.
1: Why is the Central bad in
2: both leagues? That's going to
0: ask. It's that Midwest funk. Can't play.
2: Because <laughs> oh. if you were to take a bet. Damn East Palestine, Ohio. <laughs> take a bet. Once you're over under your odds, your wild card team's not coming out of the Central or they're only having one team like he said, I mean, 75% of the people would say, yep, it's not coming from the Central.
0: That's all right. It just makes the division race that much more important. Gives your Reds a chance.
2: Yeah, I, I don't
0: think um,
2: – You I know mean, what the Centrals are? They're that end-of-the-year game where the Jags were 4-8 and and all of a sudden. Now they're 8-8. Right. Eight and, eight, and If they beat the Titans, who have lost like seven in a row, they get in. Yeah. That's what both Central divisions are.
0: So, so real quick, just on the Phillies, um, you know, in the World Series last year, are they the next team on your list for the wild card? Or do you feel like they're way down?
1: I feel like the Phillies were just a uh, – they got hot at the right time, type of team. They're not they're
2: not a Dude, World the Phillies Series only player. won like 86, 87 games yeah. last year.
1: I mean, I don't like I mean, given the fact that Hoskins is out, Harper's out until the All-Star Break, uh, they're just I don't see the Phillies being there. I don't. All right. The Mets have enough to maintain.
0: No, but all right, so but Dodgers, Mets, is it then Phillies, or do you have anybody else you put above them?
1: Uh no, I I think I put the Brewers out of the Phillies.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: Yeah. All right. All hey, right, so uh I, Real quick, I posed this question, and I want you all to take on it. So, if you had to give me your most beloved player in the history of baseball, who pops in your head? Like,
0: universally beloved? Yeah, just, just
1: fans love the guy no matter if he was for them or against them. How do you not love this guy no matter who you read? Uh,
0: well, modern, you
1: know. Just all time. Uh,
0: Ken Griffey Jr., right, Tony, good, Tony Gwynn. Okay. Uh, I, Did you see my post? Uh-uh. Two of those are both on there. Oh, okay, so I mean, I'm just yeah. well. That's our generation. Like right. that's he. Like Tony Gwynn. Golly shucks, G yeah. Willie. How do you not right? love yeah. Tony Gwynn? Yeah, it's Always just, that
1: big smile. On like his that's face. the
0: one I wanted to say first, but I think that was just me. And that that's why I went Griffey first because I felt like maybe more people just admired Griffey. He was right. kind of like the safe, cool. He's the safe Tatis. Right. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I, I know Griffey's your dude. So let's let's roll out Gwynn and Griffey. Who is another player that rings for you?
2: That everybody liked Fred McGriff.
0: Milton who Bradley. didn't
2: like didn't who didn't like the so crab dog?
1: Fred McGriff was that guy that just came in and hit 30 bombs and never spoke. Like yeah. he was he was a true leader by example. And he wore the Tom and hats and the drills. Yes. But like even throughout history, if you'll think about it, not one
2: pitcher's on the list. Because so, they have
1: to have that it fact. Yeah.
2: Yeah, oh. nobody's like Gee, that's well. I mean, maybe there's one you totally disagree with me on, but Cooper Pocket was a beloved. Favorite. Yeah, he
1: was until so, after the fact and off, yeah. off
2: the field type of stuff. Yeah. So,
1: some other players I listed. Um, you got Yogi Berra.
0: I'm trying to think of a damn pitcher now.
1: Yogi Berra, <laughs> uh, Lou Gehrig, of course. Yeah. Um, and then you have Roberto Clemente. Yep, yeah. uh, that's that's a real good one. And there. then, uh, Hank and Willie Thurman Munson. Mm-hmm. Thurman's a great one, yeah. But when you have an award named after you, Roberta,
2: it's probably Roberta. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Okay. Well, um, I mean, Hank Aaron is probably the most, maybe not the most famous. Jackie. the famous Jackie. baseball players. Yeah. But uh, anyone who ever tells a story about him says that he was nothing but a great guy. See, and I didn't put
1: Jackie on my post because you got to think about it. At the time, not everyone loved Jackie because they weren't happy about him breaking mm-hmm. the collar bearer. So he wasn't really beloved. At the time, he is now. Right. His legacy is now.
0: Uh, for Pitt, would. About Tom Seaver,
1: he's probably the only one you could say it for. <sighs> I was digging deep. That's man. the only, Tom yes. That's the only pitcher that was brought up in the group. Really? Tom
0: Damn, I'm proud of myself. Uh, you're no good. Look, I'm gushing. My cheeks uh, are I can red. See it. Oh my
1: goodness!
2: You know, if you flip that question just for a <laughs> second, we could instantly go through and name ten pitchers that are like the most hated. Because like oh yeah, said it kind of makes me think that they got to have that hit. That they over do. The top.
1: Like. Like no, no one like like Nolan because he will come in and take you out. Yeah. Bob Gibson will hit you if you get a hit off of it. Man,
2: he Randy
0: Johnson, how's was the next name? I was going to oh, no. say. Yeah, so
2: they're nasty. They're, they, you got to have that dog in you. So yeah. I get it. Man, yeah. that's there's a, that thing that's talking about the old timers' game. It was ten years after Bob Gibson retired, and when the guy that came up and played the him because <laughs> you don't run off him ten years ago. I love, I love that. It's his receipt. Yeah. So mm.
1: uh, we want to touch on pace of play real quick. Uh yeah, because uh, you know, I got to go to the game. Um, <laughs> what was your thoughts live? Because I haven't been yet. I there
0: was only one violation, okay. and it was really <laughs> inconsequential. Um, You know the you can see the pitch clock. You know it's it's on the wall. Being there live,
1: did you feel rushed?
0: No, I, okay. I tell you what. I, the only thing that stood out to me live. And remember, this is packed house, sellout. Um. Fourth inning, I missed the entire fourth inning because I went to get a drink, and the inning went so quick. <laughs> yeah. Like I came back, you that and, song. and so this happened also. Like listening to on the radio, like going into the store and getting like one or two things and coming out, and it's like the next inning. Right, and so like I, I didn't notice that until um, recent, but. There, although it was good um, You know, you kind of would watch The clock a little bit to see How close they would get They were
1: counting down in one of the, I think it was, I don't remember where the stadium was But they, would, yeah.
0: they, they were
2: counting down Yeah, if it's going to be yep. a way
0: to harass the pitcher right. I mean,
2: that remember, was one of the coolest Things, I don't remember where that was But you only see that like, when they're counting down Guys who take a long time at the free throw yeah. line I love that that happened right away that the Yes, up like, that was very
0: good that, that could be advantageous to some. Um, So, so the um the pace of play there was was really cool, uh, liked that. Like I, it, it, the pitch clock thing was good to me because I am one of those guys that hated the people that have to adjust their jock and their gloves and everything a million times. And this kind of just puts it back to how we were raised to play the game, getting the batter's box and play. The the one thing I, I really don't like is the pickoff uh, rule, and we'll get to that I guess. No, but, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, but you know it's the you get two attempts, third one it
1: clearly gives a runner the advantage.
0: And so the benefit is we're getting, you know, more uh, stolen base attempts. Because back in the '84 Cardinals, I mean, it's you're, <laughs> so once you once you have that first pickoff attempt, like they're ready to go right, now. Right,
2: right. I like that rule more than the pitch clock. Because how could you stall on a bat? You throw over five times. The fact you can't do that, you got to pitch to three batters. They <laughs> limited mound visits. To me, all oh, those things are better, or more important in the for head. the pace of play than that.
1: Wow, who
0: was that? Sorry to cut you off. Oh, that was
1: ugly. I, I mean, it's Newman. He's uh, yeah, he, he going to concussion protocol. Yeah, he's gonna be. Oh, no, he's Yeah, Put it. him on, he he on first base. You, you'll be all right. We don't have no 10 out here. Oh, that's Let's just here it is. Bite off oh, the
0: shoulder. He's oh, all right. He's Where all right. All right, sorry. Back to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. That was good though. You never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> we're live here, not for you guys, but we're live. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, I so the game I went to was over three hours. Uh, you know, it was a lot of hits in it, um, but like that was opening day, and I heard it was like two hours and forty minutes everywhere else for the most part. But um, like, man, I'm, i have nothing bad to say. I hate the ghost runner rule still. Like that's dumb, but I get so, it. So
2: Ghost runner rule is real gimmicky. I hate that the pitch clock, and maybe it's just me, but if whether a pitch comes every fourteen or nineteen seconds because you know it's fifteen to twenty with a runner on. Mm-hmm. Or other twenty six seconds, I could care less if a guy shrugs his shoulders a little bit and then pitches. So, like that stuff never bothered me. I feel the, like go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. The go ahead. speed of the game in one way, and I'll get used to it. But you know, how you missed a fourth inning. Like I missed two innings of a Mariners game because I had to do a work thing that took like it took like six minutes. <laughs> but I went one two three one two three, and it
1: what the hell? Yeah. So. I feel like the pitch clock, the umpire should have some discretion, just like they do in the NFL with a snap count. Yeah. If you know it's uh, counting down and give like a second or two. They have to see it be at zero before they call it. Let it play it. out because to me, I sure as hell don't want to see a game in that way.
0: I, I would have yeah. been okay if both versions of the pitch clock had an extra five seconds on it. Cause it's, you know, that's not gonna be hugely impactful to the pace of the game, I think, and it gives them a little bit more time to get comfortable. The uh the thing that you know, I really so, noticed about it though is like, man, like the second that ball's back, like they it's on. It's going. Like they're not even what there's no disgrace.
2: You already know what you're throwing. You've agreed to it. One thing I like about it is you do these advanced scouting reports. So when you come into the game, you know how you're gonna attack a batter. So you don't necessarily need to have three like mound visits per bat to yeah. see what pitch we're throwing. What I've loved is the games and shit from the batters a hey, you and hey, yo, that we got from you guys will do this thing and he's been in a good group. He'll get in the box, but he doesn't look at the pitcher until there's eight seconds left. That's the as long as he can possibly wait. Well the pitcher can't throw until he looks at him. So pitchers that like to throw either away, he won't he won't look at him so that they can't throw the pitch. So
0: he's figured out his little uh niche yeah. to to play off on that. But
2: to me the other really interesting thing is you get one timeout per bat. When do you call it? Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's like some gamesmanship. I, I there. think you, I think you definitely don't do it right away. You know, you you get
0: a couple penalties in. There. Uh, well, uh, how's that working out for him so far?
1: Well, good in the last <laughs> week. So for me, not my first games in May live, but <clears throat> just my perspective <coughs> for the first week and a half. I don't mind it on TV because let's face it, if you get the game over in two and a half hours instead of three hours, you're not mad about it because you're watching on TV now. I can't say I would love it if I'm there, but I haven't been to one yet. Uh, I feel like I would be like getting robbed of you know the money I pay, uh, and I'm just saying that. But I haven't been there yet, so
2: I just look at it like you just said and what he said with missing the inning. You're used to being able to sit and really relax and enjoy a ball right, game,
1: right? You feel like, like you're, I'm there for the whole experience. Yeah. for me, the longer I'm there, the happier I am.
0: Like I could have. Uh, I could have missed an inning under the old rules too. You know what I mean? I, I don't know yeah. if that's necessarily the same thing. What I will say it was interesting. And in my line of sight was I was in left field, so I'm looking right at the pitcher to the clock at home plate. like it's all right in front of me. So it it actually added that element of the game, which was 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 unique. And then, you know, for some people you could tell them it's like, Oh, you could hear the crowd, he just got that off, you know. Like they were paying attention yeah. to it. So that was kind of neat.
1: Um, So, Biggie, Biggie, so you brought this up today, and it was a good point. They just recently changed it. Um, Pace of play has also affected how much money they're losing on beer sales, and they put it now to the eighth inning. So what's your thoughts on all that? Well, with the the game going as quick as you get. I mean, go ahead.
0: ahead. I, I have a very specific thought on
2: this. No, Biggie brought it up. Go ahead. With the pace of the play being quicker, and you have vendors that pay so much money to be there, plus the advertising within the game, if you're going to stop at the seventh inning before and you do that now, you're losing 20 minutes a game, which is how many beer sales because everybody comes out for last call. So yeah. when does the dollar value of, of that person in your park override how fast the game are? So they moved it back an inning. Anyone, and I saw this from a pictures who said – he doesn't like it because that extra inning, that gave guys enough time to sober up before they got home and they were going to drive and kill people. Let me tell you, if he's going to drive and kill somebody in the eighth, it was going to happen in the seventh. The guy running for that last beer typically has had enough. He <laughs> he's had, had 20 enough. already. I,
0: I get that. I, that that was my big conundrum here looking at this was if – because why did you stop at the seventh inning?
2: Yep. Why? What was the why, specific why, reasoning for it? Like, why did they
0: do it? I mean, you know the answer. Yep. Is it's, it looks good that we're not sending drunks out into the yep. street. Let's give them three innings to sober up. So the fact that they moved into the eighth inning is pure hypocrisy. Yeah. It's,
2: <laughs> it's like when they say they care about player safety, but you can tell they don't kind of thing, like getting hit in the head, going first base, that sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. That money is so important to them. Within the first 10 days of the season, they got to feel the pressure. There's got to be sponsors (laughs) and ads out there saying, whoa, 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 we're paying less for the next TV deal or next naming rights or whatever that crap. So it's
0: it's just one of those side effects no one thought about. Yep. Uh, But, like, when you're talking about it in the scale of time, I mean, you're probably losing 15 minutes of alcohol
2: sales is
0: what it looks like it probably is.
2: So I don't know. Which, 15 minutes, but you put that over 81 home games and now – You've lost what a week's worth of time. I guess, 40 or hours.
0: or maybe people drink a little quicker. Maybe they know pound that shit. It's a fifth inning. I've only drank six. <laughs> hey, you know what that means? Shotgun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. Beer snake. <laughs> <laughs> well, just to break any cycle of normalcy here, uh, we'll talk a little NBA because. The playoffs slash play-in game, I, I don't know, does that count as playoffs? That, that took place in the past couple days. So, I know, uh, is this the first playoff win the Bulls have had since uh, Derrick
2: Rose? No, I mean, they've had some <laughs> playoff victories and lost in the first round. Uh, okay. They are the first 10 seed to ever win a play-in game. That's it. Raise that banner. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, how hey, do you... 19-point comeback. I watched first Bulls game I watched all year from start to finish. Lucas, went Phil, and Wells sat in the living room, watched the whole game, and they're down 19 in the third quarter. He's like, Dad, Levine's heating up. Bulls are coming back. How many did he have? Did he have, like, 40? 38, I think. Yeah. Like, 31 of them were in the second half.
0: The real MVP was DeRozan's daughter. She was, uh, she showed up. Yeah. She showed up. So that was, uh, can you replicate that noise? I think it was more like, <laughs> And then everybody missed a free throw yeah. after that. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you expect? That's good stuff. It's
1: That thing, like, can you make the most annoying sound in the world? I right.
0: just uh, a little dumb and dumber humor. Yes, yeah, there you go. Do...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what she was doing son. every single foul shot. Oh, it worked. Yeah. They missed what eighteen yeah. free throws. Yeah, that's right.
2: Uh, that's that's what we're here for with playoff
0: basketball. Eighteen mm-hmm. missed free throws because of a little girl screaming.
2: I love it <laughs> for the uh, second time in – Three years of the play-in, the Lakers and LeBron are in it. And they beat the T Wolves in overtime, and we had a—it was like a sloppy finish to regulation, but kind of crazy at the same time. Like they both scored five points in the last forty seconds, or something like that. Yeah.
0: So why not just open the entire thing up to every team? Let's just do like a March Madness tournament with all the NBA teams, one and you done know, until you get to the Final Four.
2: The funniest thing about the NBA is they can't get these guys to play sixty-five games. They made that the new rule. To be eligible to win an award, people talk about shortening the game to seven or the season to seventy-two games. What do they do next year? One or two teams plays eighty-three games because they have an in-season tournament also. Yeah,
0: what is that supposed to be? What is this in-season tournament they're doing?
2: Gimmicky, not even. I don't know.
0: This is I. So you like we're talking about baseball rule changes. (coughs) This hokey NBA shit. I can't. I can't deal with. But I guess uh, you know the the regular playoffs start now. I mean, do you have any any wild predictions?
1: They don't start yet,
2: until we still got playing. Oh, tomorrow who? night. All right. So what's the Bulls left? Play the Heat. The winner of that one's the eight seed. They get slaughtered by the Bucks. Gotcha. And the Thunder and Timberwolves play. The winner of that one is the eight seed and plays the Denver Nuggets.
0: All right, so they'll lose too. So uh, <laughs> that being said, the playoffs are going to start then. How do you feel about the East? Uh, if you want to give me your prognostication, is it is it Milwaukee just straight up and everybody else, or do you feel like Boston's there?
2: Milwaukee stays healthy. They'll come out of the East. I think it's uh, Bucks, celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. I know there's a lot of love right now for the Sixers. Embiid should be the MVP. Harden's had an outstanding year. They're still coached by Doc Rivers. they lose <laughs> in the second
1: round. That's all they need is Doc Rivers. Me, honestly – the Celtics, man, until someone beats them. Because you know, Missoula came in and 57 wins. First year coach, and they haven't skipped a beat. And Celtics, they play well in the playoffs and they spread the ball well. They play defense. That's their that's their identity is the yep. defense. And plus they have Tatum doing their thing. So I feel like the Celtics are the team to beat, even though the Bucks are the one seed. That... If they uh you know play that playoff defense style and not,
0: not everybody's ready to turn it on. They definitely make some noise in the first couple rounds, but I, it's probably Boston. Walking. It's one of them, too. I, I, I feel like Philly's just a hair below that.
2: If you look at Boston game four of the finals last year, they missed some shots they <laughs> should make, and Curry goes off for like 40-something. When the Celtics were getting ready to take a 3-1 series lead, we could easily be looking at them as the defending champs. So two first-team All-NBA guys, Missoula, smart, Williams is healthy. I mean, I'm, I'm taking the Bucks because I'm a huge Giannis fan. I think he's the best player in the game. But uh, I would not be surprised at all if the Celtics take these.
1: Biggie, I just found his shoes down at the mall for seventy
0: dollars. The new Giannis's. The new Giannis's. What brand is he? He repping Nike. Is he really?
1: And I'm wearing them. Not today,
0: because they <laughs> hurt, hurt my feet. <laughs>
1: but I'm supposed to
2: say I'm wearing them because I'm a freak. Yeah. Hey,
0: real quick uh, on the other side before we get into the Western Conference prediction here. The hell, man! The the Pelicans were in the play-in, and and Zion didn't play because he we didn't we didn't talk about this pre-show. I just no, not no, remember so, this.
1: I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. He says I'm not hurt. I just want to come back when I feel like Zion again. He
0: is third person. He went straight professional wrestler. If you smell, no, we're not doing that.
1: Lay off the gumbo. <laughs> he said he'd be more in to the team as a supporter from the bench. I think he's oh, retiring man. and becoming a shrimp boat captain. He is. I, I. I mean. I. You know. I have one of the
0: weakest hot takes ever. It was a few years ago when he got drafted on this show. I said that R.J. Barrett will be the better pro than Zion, and then I really felt like stupid the first year because I was like, "Oh," but then he hasn't played except for like three games since then.
2: So, did you know cool. I saw this stat. Zion has played in around 30 more games in his first 4 years than Joel Embiid did. Really? Yep. Remember Embiid he missed Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Yeah. Mm. So that's crazy. I never would have
0: guessed. Are that. you uh forecasting this turnaround? Uh no. He's <laughs> no. so, no. gonna bring up that Embiid did it, but Zion no chance in hell. Uh, he likes the gumbo. He man like he got in shape and then he got fat again like we ain't body shaming you, bud. Dude, just, he
2: wanted to be great. He's a big man. He said, how do I shoot? He said, I Googled how do white people shoot. Yeah, you at ah. That's pretty good. He moves yeah. like a team in the post. He wanted to be great. Zion, he's got money. He's big. He's like, eh, maybe I'll go play defensive end or something. They already gave him his second contract. Is
0: he going to be the greatest one to hit wonder in college that didn't pan out? mate?
2: Well, yeah. Greg Oden was pretty damn good, But
0: too. he played four years in college. He wasn't that.
2: You know, no, Greg Oden played one year. He only played then one left. year, really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then well, he missed his whole first missed season yet. after being drafted because <laughs> he had the fracture knee surgery deal. Yeah,
1: I feel like that uh, Zahn had way more hype though coming out than Greg Oden even. I agree. Like when a dude's freaking ripping well, his Nikes off his feet just by playing, yes. it. playing
2: it, dude, because too okay. much okay. torque. <laughs> we'll say this: There's one other series in the East in the first round that's just weird to me: Knicks, Cavs.
0: Why is that weird to you?
2: Just because the Knicks have been in the playoffs and second straight year here with Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau. And. Thibs. Defense only. It's New York basketball. Back to back years in the playoffs after being down for so the long. mecca of basketball. I feel like no one talks about it anymore. <laughs> and no, then they're playing the Cavs. Only Spike
0: Lee. Well, they need to win a playoff series. <laughs> Didn't they lose in the first round last year?
2: They did. They won one game really incredible, though, at the buzzer, and they lost the rest. <laughs> lost Anthony Davis away. is looking down from heaven about this series. <laughs> you got the Cavs who were in the playoffs for, like, the first time since, you know. LeBron. Yeah. but well, I mean, it's the first time without LeBron since before LeBron. So, like,
1: 20 years ago. What did deal. he just say? It's the first time without LeBron before LeBron. Since before LeBron. <laughs> Um. <laughs> sure. Hey, that so, makes sense. No, this is the first Thompson's Craig ELO.
0: Yes. Yes, that I can relate to. Thanks for speaking yes, my language.
2: Yes. When you go to the West. Yes. Go to the, the other west, series please. that I really like. Uh, just as a fan of basketball, uh, heard a guy say it's the battle for i eighty, which I guess is what connects San Francisco and Sacramento. It's the one I sent you guys in a group about the ticket prices. You got the defending champion Warriors are the 16th the Kings are a three seed. They're in the playoffs for the first time like since Jason Williams played there. Mike oh. Brown,
1: coach of the year. Put some respect.
2: Mike Brown is a badass
0: coach. Coach of the year. Put some respect on that Kings <laughs> franchise. It was after White Chocolate. That was Bibby and Christy and them guys.
2: Yeah. Okay. Weber. Vlade.
0: Scott
1: Pollard. Wow. Probably the best team to he ever win a championship. That right? That year. That, it's, I guess, it's in the
2: top five. Because the
0: Lakers were so good at the time. Yeah. And they're yeah. they, they, the only ones okay. that could push them.
2: For the first time since the great Rick Allen, <laughs> yes.
0: yes. Yes. I love that. So, uh, are the Warrior fans going to take over the Cow Palace or wherever the hell they play at? It's not Arco, but...
2: Yeah, I think they can because uh, if you live in San Francisco or somewhere in that area and you're a Warriors fan, you must have money. So, that means you can afford to pay for two tickets for the price of one. How do you go from champ to six seat? Injuries. And... All
0: because Draymond punches his teammates in the face. Let's not forget well, that.
2: Yeah, Andrew Wiggins missed the last twenty-one or twenty-two games of the season. His dad's really ill. Uh, Clay missed, or not Clay. Steph missed some time. Yeah, another guy that missed some time that I'm drawing a blank on right now. So probably pool, pool.
1: Yeah,
2: And Clay hit three hundred threes this year, and is back and healthy after all his injuries, and he was, like, the healthiest guy on the team. Yeah, here's the thing
0: about the Warriors, though. Like, you still – I like, feel like they're just playing for the playoffs. Right, like, they like were, just, they were just, just get in, the in there. They'll be all right. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying they're the favorite in the West. Yeah. As a
1: sixth seed, though, if they made the Western Conference Finals, you're like, like nah, yeah, played played out perfectly. Right. It checks out. All
0: right, so outside
1: no, – No, but you didn't even mention the Lakers and the freaking gangsters from Memphis.
2: That's <laughs> where we're going next. Yes, That's yes. Us yes.
1: Have the have the Grizzlies
0: earned the right to talk like this? Like, they ain't won nothing. Why are they acting like this? They got street
2: cred. Oh, easy, John. My bad. Yeah. Calm down. Don't back talk back. bad about him. No. So, this, we, me and Greg were talking about uh, earlier, is going to be my favorite series to watch where, I mean, I don't really care if the Lakers win, Grizzlies win. I think it's one of those if the – Grizzlies are getting it handed to them. I'm not going to be surprised to see Dylan Brooks throw a punch, start a fight, something along those lines.
1: How do you get, though, the gangsters versus the the, the men of glass? Uh, Like, it's such a weird combo here. It is. Something's got to give. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, I mean, who? Memphis win the series or?
2: I like Memphis wins the series. The Lakers did go like 16 and 5 or 6 down the stretch, but LeBron didn't play 13 of those games. And when he comes back, they, well, it's going to disrupt the ball, all the chemistry. It, it just it sticks a little more. Austin Reeves, who's had a great season, doesn't get the same run when it's AD, LeBron. Is this a pass the torch moment where, like, Ja,
1: when he's on the floor, is one of the best young up and comers in the league? Does he kind of. Take this moment now from a LeBron. Yeah, he's gonna take, exactly like,
2: what he's He's going to hit
1: him with the you can't see exactly. me and point to the it's, ring. It's, it's
2: much like a Michael and Isaiah moment in the 80s. Does it happen? I think it does, and you know why? John Brandt, the same guy when interviewed, said he cooked prime Michael Jordan, so he's relishing an opportunity to put the king out of the playoffs. Mm. All
0: right, so who's your favorite out of the West, though?
1: I you know like the Suns. You know it ain't really? Denver because they never deliver in the playoffs. Nah, I mean, that's I wanted to
0: be dimper. I do too, but you know it's not going to. How, how can you say Phoenix with Durant, who's
2: played what? What they're Six seven, games with them or something? They're 7-0 in the games they played together. Seven. I think they've seven intentionally games. slow played it. He could have played more games than what he did. He I look at the, the booger, Suns the same ball. way
1: I look at the Warriors. If
2: they're in the Western Conference Finals, it's not going to yeah. surprise me. So, yeah. Denver and Memphis are the one and two. The Suns and the Warriors are either the four and six or the five and six. Either way, they don't match up until Western Conference Finals, and that's what I think the Western Conference. So you think Suns and Grizzlies, no. Suns and Warriors, Suns oh, and Warriors. Okay. Oh, that'd be fun to watch. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's exactly what you said. The Warriors were just waiting for the postseason. Right. Now they'll go if both teams let are a healthy, sleeping dog lie, right? right?
0: So, does that mean, like, are you predicting Kevin Durant just to slay the Warriors? Like, he's going to average, like, 40 a game in that series?
2: Yeah, I think he finally gets a ring where he's the uh, primo, primo guy.
0: Booker's in the
1: background, like, what about me?
0: Yeah. Shut
2: up. You can do twig out here, son.
1: <laughs> Go sit down, boy. Uh, uh, so, does that mean he's, that after this performance, does he pass Larry Bird for the best small forward of all time?
2: No. yeah. Larry Bird would be being better in today's game.
1: Get out of here! Yeah, I know. Uh, a... Well, that was uh,
0: exhausting talking about NBA. Oh, hey,
2: I want to bring one other basketball thing oh up. You brought God. it up earlier. We didn't talk last week. Should end the segment about yeah. the national title yeah. game and Angel Reese with the finger and all that. But Caitlin Clark was amazing through the tournament. When that happened, we were talking women's basketball two, three days after the title game. That never happened. Never happens. And it was more. There was more hype around that game than
1: anything could have happened from the men's tournament. Yep. Yeah. I. I that's never happened. Never. Ever. So she's coming back, right? Yeah. Iowa's already like stopped ticket sales.
2: Yep. That's a, is she a junior or what? And, she, she was a junior this year. I believe. The she's girl from LSU's coming back yeah. too, right? She was a transfer because that Caitlin uh, Clark came from Maryland. Or, uh Angel Reese went from Maryland, LSU. Caitlin right, right, right. Clark has always been an.
0: But but Angel was the one saying, and she's like, nah, I ain't
1: going. I'll make she more money now." Yeah. yeah, she which she uh she became the highest uh, Neil MBA uh, or WNBA or female player yeah. in college. So and that and why.
0: She's entertaining. It's yeah. All she did was market herself even more and, and become more. She's like the female Dennis Rodman of college yeah. basketball. Yeah, I gotta love it, man. Everybody got in the whole argument about like.
1: Made it a race thing. Yeah,
0: and you know, it's like, here's here's the reality, guys. Nobody saw when Caitlin Clark did it because nobody was watching the women's tournament. You know, then when it got a little bit down to the wire, right, right, more right. eyes were on it. But, well, here's well, an idea, though. If you don't like it, win. Yeah, Exactly. Like, I I don't have a problem with any of it all the way around. It was all fine. It was good for the game, actually. Yeah,
2: We're talking about it. Yes. I didn't care either. I didn't think it had anything to do with race. It was just to get back because Kate and Clark had gotten so much hype through the tournament. LSU was one of the better teams, although Clark (laughs) did set all the records for points. Clark
1: made LSU relevant, even though LSU won the championship. Honestly. yeah, I
2: think that that, uh, yeah, it was kind of the same thing as when Luca and Devin Booker got into it like a month and a half ago. And uh, Luca was getting at him because he waited till three seconds left to start pr- talking crap. Yeah. The only thing I would have liked better, instead of doing it <laughs> ten seconds left, falling around trying to do that, hit a step back in the first quarter and give her the ring and let her know she ain't forget hey, it all. right away. Yeah,
0: that's it. But yeah, I like like this isn't <laughs> a bad trash talk. This is good gamesmanship. So yeah, I'm a fan
2: of that. I heard this on Dan Patrick show. This was his idea and I think it's freaking awesome. You know, you always do the college basketball off, and. Usually they'll play on, like, a Navy ship and it's two men's games. Oh, yeah. Do a woman's game oh. as the headliner with Iowa versus LSU because they yeah. are all coming back. Yeah, run it back. Yeah, and have the men's game be the game before it. But we've got all this hype built off of it. Yeah, that, that would Why be, are you the marketing uh, person?
0: That is a brilliant idea, Biggie. Wow. I'm impressed.
1: No, I love it. Mm. Are you listening?
0: <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, impressive things, I want to wrap up and just, you know, I'm a wrestling guy. We didn't get a chance to really talk about WrestleMania, but then also WWE got sold. Did you see that? Yeah, the, I, not really In sold. Denver
2: company or They <laughs> like sold it's the same one that owns UFC. You're,
0: yeah, so they're like a twenty billion dollars sports entertainment empire now.
1: Uh, they say don't expect to see like anything change, but no, uh, I heard. But the possibilities are endless. You could do cross promotions and like like if the right stars align and have like. The champions from each meet. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. Like, I mean, if the right guys were there. you got to have the right people. I'm just saying, like, the
2: possibilities are endless. Well, you've had guys like Brock Lesnar, right. and a few right. others that have yeah. done both. So, it is definitely possible. Or, like, even
1: a shamrock back in the day. I'm saying you've got the right people, but, like, bring the talents together. Yeah, yeah. Let's see who the real champion yes. is. <laughs> of our
2: whole $21 billion.
1: I, I think we know
0: dollar. it'll be the UFC guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends on what I, they do. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. like, uh, from what I heard, too, basically it's going to stay like the UFC. When Dana White sold it, he still runs it. Yeah, He'll still run. Um,
0: Did you see?
1: He was at the last pay per view front row for <laughs> UFC
0: with uh, it was Tyson
1: and yeah. Rock and uh, Trump. Trump and then Dana. Yeah, yeah. I like. So, let me, and I'm not trying to get political, but... Oh, you just did, pal. No, so the uh, <laughs> the baddest black man, arguably, in the history of the world, Tyson, sitting up there with Kid well, Rock and Trump, he ain't worried about none of that shit.
0: Well, Ty, Tyson loves Trump.
1: I'm just saying right. that. But like, he, he's not He's not worried about it. But,
0: like, when Tyson was early in his career, like, Trump was the guy that was always like, you come fight at my place, I always got a venue for you. Well,
2: that's why... So uh, he ain't forgot. damn Dana yeah. White are so tight.
1: He's he one of the few celebrities that didn't turn their head once he became president. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah,
2: you know, Dana White, when he's trying to get the UFC going, nobody would have these fights. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. And he was buddies with Trump, and Trump said, "Come here, you fight, build it, blah blah blah." So <laughs> he's worth all this money. They sold for billions. It's, his buddy gave it's money. like people yeah. are acting
0: surprised, but no, it's just it's the way it's the circles they run in. But the uh, did you see Vince uh, with the mustache? Yeah, he looked like a creepy Walt Disney villain or something. I don't know what he the did, hell, he hell he that did. was. He what? Did. I've never seen a man with facial hair. And like now, the biggest uh, deal in history for them, and he's up there looking like Vince's evil twin. <laughs> nah, you exactly. sinister mustache. Hey, he could
1: really be a villain in a movie for real. It
0: was like when. Uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Howard Hughes in the Leonardo DiCaprio movie when he goes crazy. I think that's what's happened to Vince.
1: I feel like you, you would know? have been in the Indiana Jones last crusade. <laughs> yeah,
2: yes, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. You know what happened to Vince? As he was walking, trying to get to the bathroom, started shaving, took a weird step, and it's quad blue, and that's why he had to leave the mustache.
0: So, Is that hereditary in the McMahon family? Because Let's go to WrestleMania. Shane McMahon comes back. He pops his quad. Yeah,
2: like, I saw this deal. It's McMahon zero, quads three.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you throw Triple H in there. He's married into the family. He's Tori's quad. Uh, but outside of Shane tearing his quad, did you take any of WrestleMania in? Did
2: you watch well, any of it? I did, but Mr. Brown, who doesn't follow it like we do, was actually texting us watching it, which made me think, all right, I'm not such a loser here because I really enjoyed the show. What did you think of it?
1: No, I mean, for me, and I, for, for at least a decade now, because I'm not a real big fan of the new product, but my shows are always Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Yep. And then I'll admit, last year I didn't watch WrestleMania because I wasn't a big fan of doing the two-night thing. Yeah. But, a lot. so I missed Saturday this year. Um, a person I'm talking to, big wrestling fan, so I started messaging them, and I messaged you guys in the group text, and I was very pleasantly surprised with Sunday's... Uh, card it was a great card for wrestlemania for me not even knowing the storylines i
2: thought it was a great card on sunday and I, i'll say this you can hit whatever you want to about logan paul and jake paul they know how to self-promote jake paul is good in the ring that yeah. match with him and
0: uh well they re-signed him for so, another year yeah uh, Seth, Seth Seth Rollins.
2: that was on sunday oh i missed that and he had it set up where he ends up Frog slashing onto a thing of Prime, which is his yeah. drink. All the kids are drinking it. I like that. That was excellent. I really enjoyed seeing uh, Demon Finn Balor. That yeah. was a hell of a match in Hell
0: in the The only thing that sucked about that one is he got his wig split so bad that, you know, yeah, they, you were,
1: they had how to bad go. Was it
0: how many, many staples, staples did he get? I don't the know. They, they gave him at least 10 in the ring just so he could finish the match. I love
1: um, that intro and that character.
0: But, you know, it just... The match was going so well, and then that kind of took the steam out of it. I like, props for Edge. Like, he was trying to buy time. Like, he was setting stuff up, but... um Props to Edge
1: for just being in there with a broken freaking neck, man. How wow. does he do that? He Ten years later, after retiring, it's, it's a impressive. Sweet ass he, he, he's, he's one of yeah. the best. We performers. He came out the Slayer. He's one of the best performers in the history of the WWE. Yeah, he's, uh, I thought he was going to come out with the Brood, like with Gangrel and everybody. You know, he's he's kind
0: of done that yeah. similar intro here. At, at I would love two. to
1: see Christian and Gangrel pop up
2: with him.
0: Wait, because then it said like Brood Edge. Yeah, on there
1: I, and I was there. waiting
2: yeah. on it.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's good shit. Yeah. We always remember those entrances.
2: So, a match that happened uh, earlier than that one that we were all texting about was uh, Sheamus. Uh, oh, best oh, match the en- of the night. Intercontinental. Hands down. Yep. Sheamus, Gunther, and uh, oh, I can see his face. Uh, like, Drew McIntyre. McIntyre. Yeah. Matt, for big guys, they put on a really good athletic match. That They didn't try to do anything over the top. That wouldn't have yeah. been like Alex's So
1: Me, I knew, I knew Sheamus because I loved Sheamus back in the day. I knew McIntyre because he rose up once he got the beard. I knew nothing about the Günther, who lost all this weight that Chad showed us. But I was immediately a fan just by what? That match? And this is hard for me to do, for me. No one wins me over in one match, and he did. Uh, I mean, the thing that helps is these guys have all been working programs with each other for
0: the past six months. So they've already had excellent matches. So I'm like, all right, you're putting all three of them in WrestleMania? they're going to get everything they got and what's nice about it and not everybody's going to like this but no no flips no super kicks no suicide dives i mean they did a couple things but what made the match so good was the psychology and the you felt the the tenacity, you felt the impact Dude, of every
1: kick. And, everyone was bleeding from chest slaps. Yes. They broke skin on their chest from chest slaps. Yeah, you know,
0: so, once oops. one of them does, you know they're cut kind of, <laughs> I there, got him. Yeah, like, everyone got him. was literally <laughs> bleeding
1: from
2: slaps. Like Ric Flair was like, woo? <laughs> yeah. After that, Whoa. he's like, exactly. <laughs> One part of that match where Sheamus has got him bent over, and it's WrestleMania 39, and he goes past the 10. Beats and of the I thought he was going to go all the way to 39. I think his arm got tired, so he had to quit at like 22. I think
0: he or should have switched arms. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was
2: that was everything right
0: about wrestling. That was definitely match of the night.
2: So, what'd you think about the finish for Roman the, and Cody? Uh, um,
0: I. I had this creeping feeling it was going to happen. He has to go over a thousand days. But I'm like, I, I'm. But you know, here's the thing: is they have more story to tell now. Yeah. You know, like yeah. this was, um, like imagine when Stone Cold won the title from Shawn Michaels the first time Michaels retired. They never got to run it back. You know, you never got to see it continue. You got time with these guys, so yes, Roman is good for the business because everybody wants to see him lose. Um, Now you got Brock Lesnar in the mix, and like I just want to see where it goes. But the thing is, Cody's this white hot baby face. It was a given he was going to win, so that's what made it nice: is Mm -hmm. they didn't give it to him. And now he's got to earn it. And now some people are thinking it's a screw job because he came from AEW. We're going to show you for all that stupid shit you said about us. And then others are going to enjoy the ride as he tries to make his way back. So
1: I'm a fan. And there were so many moments during that match where you're like, Cody is getting the pin here. Well, Yeah, the near falls. And it didn't happen. There (laughs) was... So, There's
0: one, he had the pin, the crowd's just counting the whatever. It,
1: when, when he pulled off the Dusty move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, here it is. Uh, and then he kicked out and you're like, fuck.
0: It was, uh, it was a good match. Um, I, I, you know, it's, it's how you book things, though. Like, it, I know everybody thinks the payoff has to be
1: WrestleMania,
0: but... The calendar moves on. There's a show the next day. There's a show next month. Well, I mean,
1: I agree because you're – not even just for me, but you're trying to get people to watch more than just WrestleMania. So maybe you'll watch the next pay-per-view now.
0: And now it's unpredictable, right? Like you well, you thought it was going to be Cody. Now we're showing you that you never know. I'm right. No,
2: I thought it was good. Well done. I really liked it. I kind of liked it. I was interested from like a backstage or a different viewpoint with Vince being out of the picture. How was your biggest Izzy? event gonna kind of year? Is he? Wow! Supposedly, how was Triple H going to look in the biggest event of the year when basically every last decision was his to make? I thought it was a great weekend.
0: Well, I mean, anytime you put one hundred and sixty thousand people in a stadium, you know you're going to. I mean, they said it was the most lucrative event they've ever had
1: in L. A. Yep. So, when's the yeah. next pay per view, and what is uh, it? Do you know. Probably next weekend. You know what it is. Uh, it's backlash.
0: Uh, I I don't know who or what's on the card there. Okay. But, you know,
1: they're uh, they're 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 building something. A lot of so times you run stuff. And, and also, I have another follow up question. So, what's going on with AEW? Is it over now? No, no. They're still they're still around.
0: Um, interesting enough, last week they had a really big announcement. If you saw this, they're doing. I think it's when they do Double or Nothing. Uh, they're doing it in Wembley Stadium. Yeah. So, this is their, this is them saying, like, all right, we're going to see if we can do a stadium show. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion it'll be Sting's last match. That'll be what they do to kind of, you know, you, you want that on the marquee. And then my other prediction is I think they'll save the return of CM Punk to be For with that. FTR versus the elite. Like, if they keep them away from each other and that's what you get,
2: yeah. like,
0: that'll, that'll, People want to watch
2: that. You would have to have a combination of that to get out, sell out at a Wembley.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, you know, they're still doing their thing. Recognition. But uh, whenever WrestleMania comes, though, you see how far apart the two companies are.
2: <laughs> so here's the other thing. You know, we're looking at uh, them having finally sold WWE. You know what Vince bought it for? It was it like, bought it for like his $5 dad. Million. It was like $3 million or Three something mi- like
1: yeah. that.
2: They, what did they sell for? nine, 9 billion? $9 billion. What's what's that What's that percent He didn't put Wow 40 years work For like 877,000 percent increase
0: I forgot I had WWE stock I should have looked And seen what that did to it I gotta look now Anyway
2: I just think it's That's pretty freaking amazing That you bought it Before it was mainstream You used to have Your pay-per-views You know All you had was house shows If you were lucky You were on on Saturday nights You build that into you know, four big events a year. Then you're on TV two or three nights a week. Once, one pay-per-view uh about 12 years. I just, it's amazing what you built a kind of fake soap opera product. And you
0: can't say fake. It's not fake.
2: It's me, damn it. Choreographed. Trittle me, damn it. It just, it just blows my mind.
0: Mm. Well, I'm off this weekend, fellas. Actually, I'm going to enjoy some, i probably celebrate the wife's birthday here, but I don't give her any weekends off. I feel like spring's here, so I'm looking forward to having some sunshine. Probably going to end up working in the yard, but you guys got anything exciting going on this weekend?
2: No, nothing over the top.
0: You just gonna kind of sit in the garage and enjoy garage beer drinking weather? Is that is that what's happening?
2: That is that time of year. There's nothing better after a hot day cutting the grass is taking your socks and shoes off and having a nice cool beer. I'm going to
1: mow my first uh, lawn here. Uh, Is
0: this breaking the seal for the season? I've been
1: putting it off because one side was really way past due, but I was waiting on the rest of the yard to catch up. I'm going to do that Saturday, and then after that, I've got a full day lined up of uh, seafood and checking out stuff and just chilling. There you go. Got to try Jewel City. I'm ready. I know. uh, Never mind. I'm not even going into that. Uh, Well, I'll tell you what.
0: Let's just – Call it a night, gentlemen. It's been wonderful talking to you guys. I'm um, glad to be back, guys. Two weeks, man. We we got a. I I know summer is daunting, right? Like we all have stuff going on. Uh we'll probably miss the show again a time or two, but you know, we'll we'll strive for that consistency. Uh hopefully we have some interesting NBA playoff action to talk about when we come back next week and we'll just see if that can carry us a little bit longer. But, and some guests
1: on the horizon.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for letting us invade your ears. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social media. We will see you next week, we promise. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.